Episode 122 of Australia's number one marketing show. This time, I have a fireside chat with Jonathan Crywicky of Pitch and Woo, a new and exclusive marriage proposal service for blokes who want to leave their ladies speechless. Welcome to the Small Business Big Marketing Show, where successful small business owners share their secrets to take your marketing to the next level. Now, here's your host, Tim Reid. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host Timbo Reid. You right there are a motivated small business owner in love with your business and we are brought to you by the very good folk at Net Registry who love, who love getting your business sorted online. So if you have any questions around that, go to netregistry.com.au or visit the Small Business Big Marketing website and click on the banner where you'll be taken to some exclusive online marketing packages for your business. This is the show of love, L-O-V-E, love. And I bring it to you on St. Valentine's Day, very timely because my guest today is Jonathan Crywicky of a brand new business that gets launched today called Pitch and Woo, an exclusive marriage proposal business. It is a fantastic, fantastic idea. Jonathan's a great bloke. He is highly, highly passionate about this business, which he has been dreaming of for a few years now, having proposed to his beautiful wife in a very clever way, which he explains up front. So without further ado, I wanted to get this interview to you on St. Valentine's Day and just share the marketing love because that's what we do on Small Business Big Marketing. No other jibber-jabber. Let's get straight in to Jonathan Crowicki of Pitch and Woo. Jonathan Crywicky from Pitch and Woo, welcome to Small Business Big Marketing. Tim, thanks very much. And before I begin, I just want to say thanks for having me on the show. Ah, you're already trying to pitch and woo me. <laughs> that was from uh, that gentleman on public speaking, the, the, the oh, podcast yeah. you had the other day. Yeah, um, yeah, he was good, Cam Barber. That's hey, right. hey that's um, JK, happy Valentine's Day, mate. Thank you, and to you too. Yeah, I don't know whether that's appropriate. I just put an update on my Facebook, Small Business Big Marketing's Facebook, wishing my listeners a happy Valentine's Day. And it's kind of like, well, I don't know. It's just nice to share the love. Look, it is. It is. You know, but I find from speaking to a lot of people, they're a little bit anti-Valentine's Day. Yeah. They sort of think it's a bit too commercial. And, you know, in one respect, they're right. You know, you shouldn't have to be reminded that one day a year it's time to be romantic. You know, it should be something that you really try and work into your everyday life. And, well, uh, there's enough bad stuff going on in the world, so what's wrong with having a, a, a happy, lovey-dovey day? JK, and you don't mind if I call you JK, do you? I don't know. When, when you have initials like that, it kind of just, you know. It works. It, well, it, I, they it used works. To, uh, that was the initials and the nickname I had at school, so if I can call you TR, you can call me JK. <sighs> happy days. What is Pitch and Woo? Look, Pitch and Woo is uh, it's a very unique business. Uh, as you know, I'm launching it today. It's, it's really a business that's designed to help guys create a unique and unforgettable marriage proposal with the aim being to literally leave their partner speechless. What a great pitch. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. what a great pitch. Um, mate, you've got to then tell me clearly how did you do it? How did you propose to Mrs. Crowicki? 
Well, um, I'm just going to pre-warn you. It is a it is a, a long story. I'm not going to go the whole hog. Right. Cut it down. But uh, you know, I was really sick of hearing about all the average proposal stories. You know, the first question every girl gets asked after she announced she's gay. How did he do it? How did he do it? Everyone asked that question. You know, so I decided. I made a mental note. I said, when my time comes, I'm not going to be that guy who has a really average story. My wife's embarrassed. No, no, that's not going to happen. So I really thought long and hard about it. I said, I'm going to begin with the end in mind. And this is something I go through with my clients. Begin with the end in mind. I said, the outcome I want is for my wife to be absolutely blown off her feet. The response I wanted was for her to be speechless. Literally, I didn't want her to be able to say a word. So I began crafting a proposal. So, hey, Jonathan, is she pretty high maintenance? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. So she there wasn't a pressure there? No pressure. Look, <laughs> she, look, don't get me wrong. She had her fairy tale. She wanted me to do something, you know, yeah, out there. Yeah. She never sort of said, you have to do this, you have to do that. But you really have to pay attention. It's my recommendation to guys, understand what your partner's expectations are. They've got it. You've got to get it out of them without being too obvious. So going down the path of a surprise proposal, because that's what I decided to do, I didn't want her to know that I was proposing, so I couldn't send a limousine to her work or or do anything out of the ordinary that would give it away. Uh, So that really put a challenge in front of me because I had to really think outside the square and come up with something really creative. So the idea I came up with was to create a fictitious competition that I would rig, so to speak, for her to win. Now, I didn't... I didn't, I didn't want her to come first place because that's a bit obvious. So we organized for her to come second place. I registered a website, which I called dreamgetaway.com. I built a website, put up an image of the prize, her name, because I knew when it came time to t- someone ringing her and you know, telling her she'd won this competition, the first thing she'd say is, <laughs> ah, this is just a, a prank call. You know, this is rubbish. Yeah. So went away, built a website, but I realized that she's not going to remember entering this competition, is she? So I went to great, great extent to really make everything as believable as possible. So when we would go to a shopping centre or out and about, you know, wherever there was an opportunity to fill in or enter your details from competition, and I'm talking three to six months before, I would plant the seed. I'd say to her, Karen, look, you know, just fill in your details and fill in mine as well and I'll do the same. You never know what could happen. We might one day win. And, and those little peppering of suggestions actually worked in my favour because when she got a telephone call from a lady called Jody, who I organised to ring her, saying, Karen, I'm just ringing to let you know that you've come second prize in our dream getaway competition. And Karen's like, look, I don't really re- remember entering it, but my boyfriend probably did. So it just worked brilliantly. I knew Karen would then say, and then be, you know, uh, suspicious. So Jody knew to say, Karen, are you in front of the computer? And we knew Karen was because she got a call at work. And um, she said, go to the website, dreamgetaway.com, and instantly the validation had hit. Karen believed it. Hook, line, and sinker. I'd set the stage for, so to speak, the magic to happen. So I had Karen thinking she won this competition, romantic getaway for two to the Japanese mountain retreat in the Dandenong to the seven-course banquet. Of course, she was going to invite me away. Who else is she going to invite? She's yeah. going to take her mother with her. And no suspicion. So I really had everything under my control, very, uh, you know, carefully planned, but letting her think she was really in control. So the next challenge was how do I actually propose? So I thought long and hard about it. I was actually going to get a masseur to give her a massage in the room and then the masseur would leave and I'd take over and continue massaging her and then pop the ring under the table. I thought, no, 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 I need to stick to my guns here. 
I want her to be speechless. So I thought about the food and dessert. I thought maybe what I can do is get a fortune cookie. I can put a fortune cookie uh, in a bowl of other fortune cookies and, and put a message in there that says, marry me. Uh, but I thought about it. I thought, well, how is she going to choose the right fortune cookie? You know, I can't just put one in there. It looks a bit sus. So, you know, this is where the days of when I used to do a bit of magic and illusion as a, as a youngster helped me out. There's something in magic called a force where I can give you a pack of cards and, you know, let you think you're freely selecting any card. But in actual fact, you choose the card I want you to choose every time. And I essentially applied that theory with a fortune cookie. I put a bowl of fortune cookies in front of her and every fortune cookie specifically contained exactly the same message. So I knew she'd choose the message I needed her to read. So, you know, to, to cut a long story short, she opens the fortune cookie. You're in the restaurant at this point in time? No, we're in, we're in our room at the Japanese mountain retreat in the Dandenong. Ah, gotcha. Yep. We're having, so we're having dinner. Yep. She opens the, bowl, the, the cover off the bowl, sees the fortune cookies, and puts the cover back on. I was literally on, on edge because <laughs> I, I could see my fate right in front of yeah. me and she just didn't take it. But I couldn't force the matter because I, I didn't want it to be. Yeah, yeah, a bit, bit awkward going, look, yeah, can you just have a fortune cookie? They're really nice. Couldn't, couldn't. I needed to go to the toilet. Couldn't yeah. go to the toilet because what happens if she looks at it yeah. while in the toilet? And, you know, anyway, what she did do, which was very interesting, and the guy upstairs was on my side, she said, Let's go have a spa. This was at the end of dinner because there was a beautiful spa overlooking a Japanese Zen garden. I said, not a problem. She then says to me, get the champagne and bring the bowl of fortune cookies in case you get hungry later. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, this is perfect. Uh, We're sitting in the spa drinking champagne. Still, no fortune cookies were touched, so I had to, you know, push it a little bit. I said, Karen, just pass me a fortune cookie if you don't mind. I'm getting a little bit hungry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, of course, when you pick up a fortune cookie, you always want to see what the message is. And she cracked open the cookie, read the message, and I I thought she was going to faint. She yeah. went white oh, like a ghost wow. because I think it was at that moment that she realized that, <laughs> hold on a minute, I didn't win a competition and this isn't all yeah, yeah, yeah. me. And You, you know, nailed it. Yeah. And, and I'm gathering, she said yes right there. No, she didn't. No! I, I had to ask her, Karen, is it a yes or a no? She, what felt like a minute or two, she just couldn't say anything. Yeah. Nothing. So I'd achieved my objective and I created an amazing story for her to be proud of, to retell. It's a beautiful gift as well. It's something that we always talk about and refer back well, it's to. Given you, it's given you a business. <laughs> and, and you're right, Tim, Tim. It's given me a business because what happened consequently is when I told my story, uh, friends who were proposing came to me for advice and yeah, then friends right. of friends helped them. We created amazing stories for them. And I realized that, you know, I've got a really vivid imagination. I'm creative. I've got skills in project management and event planning. It just makes sense. There's a great opportunity in the market, you know, and Pitch and Will was born. The rest is history. Yeah, right. So really it, it happened like that. Just naturally people have come to you and you've gone, huh, it wasn't just me trying to come up with beautiful ways um, of proposing. There's a whole lot of other people. So, and and it just ticked so many boxes. Jonathan, you've mentioned these these words in discussions you and I have had. It, you know, it it lights you up. Um, oh, it's yeah. It, it allows and, and quote unquote. It allows you to express your creativity. So, um, have, have you? Did you feel trapped in whatever you were doing up until this idea of pitch and woo came along? Look, I have to be careful because I'm actually sitting in my current workplace at the moment, <laughs> so I don't want to say anything too loudly. But you know, I've, I've 
been where I am for about seven years. I work for a technology company. We do these big installations in multi-million dollar homes. But the problem is I don't really get to express myself in the creative way I want to. And Pitch and Moo has become an avenue where I can tick all of these boxes, do things I'm really passionate about, which really at the core is about creating connected moments. Seeing people light up as a result of what I'm helping them do is just amazing and, and, and I've now got the ability to do that. I'm an instrumental part in changing people's lives and helping them start the next chapter of their lives together. So I'm not full-time on this yet, uh, potentially looking at a transition period, but I'm really excited about the prospect of just launching into it and, and making it my full-time gig. But you've launched it today. You, you, did you, okay, so what, what time frame are we talking from getting to today, from launch, from having the idea of, you know what, Pitch and Woo, there's a business idea. That's going to be what I do at some point full-time in the future. How long did it take you to get to today? Good question. Look, I've been married for coming up seven years. About four years ago, I sort of jokingly thought to myself, wouldn't it be interesting if I helped men with their proposals? But I actually dismissed it. I thought, no one's going to be interested in this. You can't make a business out of that. And it was put on the back burner. But I recently attended a KPI course where we actually met. And as part of this course, I really sort of, introspectively thought about what it is I want to do with my life and, you know, what legacy I still want to leave and how I want to help people. And, you know, it sort of really took me back to that moment and and I thought, well, this ticks all my boxes. So hmm. it was about four months ago that I really started work at, on the business. Just, and Just four months ago? Just four months ago. Uh, it's very challenging. I work full time. We just had a little boy, Jake, who's four months old. So yeah, it's a yeah. real juggle, but I committed to launching on Valentine's Day. I thought it was an appropriate time. And sometimes I think when you have a deadline, when you set a physical deadline and you know there's going to be a, a pain associated with not delivering, you really step up a notch. And I did. I got the website up and running, with the blog, the Facebook, the Pinterest, the Twitter, got a PR press release out there. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out of production mode and I'm into what we call campaign mode now where I'm just yeah. drumming it. Well, I want to talk about that in a minute because the, the press you've had already uh, today, uh, putting aside being on small business, big marketing, hello, yes, yes, uh, has been yeah. phenomenal. So we'll come to that. I am interested in the name because i got to tell you, I don't <laughs> completely get it. Yeah, look, it's a little bit of a, there's a bit of a message behind the name. I was thinking about a name, you know, and some of the early names I toyed with were popping the question, you know, and I thought I'm offering a very bespoke, gentlemanly service really for the modern day man. You know, I've got to come up with a name befitting. So I, was, I, was, I had a coffee with a, with a guy who's in PR and I told him about my business idea. He goes, you know what, you're all about pitching woo. And I thought, what? I've never heard of that term. He goes, yeah, pitching woo. And it's actually a slang term from the 50s. Huh. And if you look it up, um, it's in Wikipedia and a few of the other, it's an idiom. I think it's actually termed as an idiom. It means courtship, to flatter, to love, and to chase. I thought, what a perfect term. So I just tweaked it a little bit mm -hmm. and I came up with pitch and woo because pitch is really, you're delivering a pitch from a business point of view. You're saying something, you're trying to get your message across. And woo is all about romance and excitement and sweeping someone off their feet. So I sort of thought clever player words, pitch and woo, catchy, and and, and that's how I came up with it. Yeah, okay, okay. By the, I wonder whether as a marketing play then at some point you might want to tell that story. Well, not tell the story of how the name came to be, but at least what the name means because clearly as a definition of of, of that, it, it's it's interesting. 
and it, and it's and it's spot on. Tell me, um, like it's not for everyone. This is a bespoke marriage proposal service. Um, I'm and you are you're a one man show. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently working full-time, but I'm guessing, you know, if we were to revisit this in 12 months' time, you are pitch and wooing full-time. Yes. Uh, what are we talking, five to ten clients a year, um, and how do you choose those clients? So, yeah. Yeah, no, great question, and this is a question I always get asked. People are sort of thinking, how do you monetize a business like this? Well, I've split the business up in, into two products, services, for one of a better word. The first is the, the, the what I call the one-on-one. And this is where I work selectively with eight to 10 clients a year who are looking to create a really big proposal. These are the guys with the big budgets who want to go all out and create an amazing, amazing proposal. We get it videoed, photographed. We create a beautiful gift that we give to you know, his uh, bride-to-be at the end, which you can share with friends. Those pa- that package that, I, that I've got there uh, is really, the way I charge is really based on how involved I need to be. So, you know, to say that I, could, I charge $2,000, $3,000, it, it's, it's hard to put a figure on it. I really sit down with my clients. We, I interview them. I have a meeting with them to see if it's the right fit. Uh, we figure out what they want to do. Do they want to go overseas? You know, do they want to do, you know, have all these luxurious events and different things happening? And, and then I figure out my fee around that. So there's a project management fee involved in that. So eight to 10 clients a year, very high-end proposals. Mm-hmm. Typically, my fee would range from two to $3,000 roughly for those proposals mm-hmm. okay once you figure mm-hmm. everything out there's a lot of time involved in planning and putting it all together plus i run the event for them i just want them to focus on getting the yes that's it that feels else. that feels cheap two to three grand for, for the big for the full enchilada well uh, that's where i've started you know and yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. A, it's a relevant point you raise but i have to test the market i, yeah. I have to get a sense yeah i don't want to scare them off i don't want to sort of say ten thousand dollars um, I've done a bit of research. Don't get me wrong, Tim. I've looked in America to see what other people are charging because there are people in America who turn themselves proposal planners and you know, that's sort of what people are charging. But again, I think the bigger the proposal we create, the more I can potentially charge. The other service I offer, uh, which is more of a budget-friendly offering. Before, before you tell us that second service, in terms of filtering the client, because Okay, it's not for everyone. So budget's going to be a filter um, that is going to enable people to go, the the full enchilada package is for me or it's not for me. But in terms of you, the guy helping them with the proposal, you're going to want people that you can work with. So how do you determine that he is going to be a good client, a great client? Look, it's tough. You know, I really have to meet the person, get a sense for who they are, the relationship they're in, the moment they want to create. I really need to find that there's the right fit between the proposal they're looking to create and how I want my brand to be represented. Mm -hmm. Because remember, it's these eight to 10 proposals that will help drive the business because we will have these beautiful videos, which will be testimonials that people will watch. So I really want to go for the guys that want to create something really out there who give me the budget to play with so that I can be as creative as possible. So that's sort of the screening process I have. And and do you want them to come to you with it like, oh, I've got this idea of doing it in Paris, or do you just want white canvas? No, I love them to come to me with the idea. One of of the things I find is, you know, women are a bit sceptical. They're thinking, I don't want my boyfriend to outsource the whole thing. That doesn't really show he's really that caring, you know. So I, I encourage guys, come to me with the idea. And then I'll help you bring out your creativity. We'll add to it. We'll tweak it. We'll develop it. Mm-hmm. But I want them to know they've got ownership of the idea because when their partner finds out, and they don't always have to find out, but if they do, I want their partner to think, you know what, 
I really respect that you went to that extra effort to make the moment that much more special and that you admitted that you weren't good at planning and putting it all together, you know, that mm-hmm. really means something to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's sort of the, the, the way I'm yeah. moving forward Love with it. that part of the service. That's, your, bes- that's your bespoke product? The what's bespoke your, what, product. What's your, um, what, what do we call the other product? The product for others. <laughs> the product for others. That's a good, good name. Yeah. I've, call, I've called it the I do. Right. Do it yourself kit because there are a lot of guys out there who may not have the budget, which is fair enough. Not everyone can afford it, but they still recognize how important the moment is. After all, it's it's his way of really expressing to his partner how much she means to him, how excited he's about spending the rest of his life with her, you know, mm-hmm. and, and your proposal is your way of doing that. So this kit really will contain video walkthroughs, tips, exercises, budget planning sheets, everything that guys need to create their own proposal. But you know, I their, their own wow proposal. Yes, yeah. yes it, it, this, own. Is, this is not just like oh. So what you do is you book a restaurant, and at some point in time, you look for the moment where you say, "Hey, will you marry me?" This is no. like this is how to create an idea around your proposal. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, they're doing it themselves. They're working through it with my guidance. But I've added in uh, two telephone catch-up calls. One at the beginning, where I think it's very important that I set them up. I go through all the content, the material, and how I want them to approach the whole process. There are seven steps that we work through. And then we have a call at the end where I listen to their idea, I adjust it, tweak it, and I help them bring it all together and just make sure they're ready to create that unforgettable moment. So that I think is going to be a very much a widespread, a very much a global product that I'm putting out there because, you know, a telephone call can happen around the world. Uh, It's a digital product. So that's really what's going to drive the business. And eight to 10 bespoke proposals will promote the business. Love it. Uh, tell us about the I Do Pack um, delivered online via what? Some kind of WordPress member uh, wish list, um, p- um, password protected back end, or how are you delivering that? Yeah, look, I haven't figured it out exactly yet. I'm still looking at the different vehicles uh, to, to get it out there, but there will be videos that will be created that w- walk through the seven steps that men need to go through. Uh, you know, I've got to tell you, mate, the, the best uh, one I've seen, in fact, I've interviewed Jules Watkins from iVideo Hero. Um, and that was a $97 information product that trained you on how to use your iPhone to create great marketing videos. Wow. And he used a WordPress, WordPress site, uh, I think WordPress wishlist or member wishlist was the plugin. And basically you paid your 97 bucks, you got, a, you got emailed a password, uh, username and password, you logged in and then by chapter... It just went through all the different aspects of using your iPhone to create great video, you know, audio, background, indoor, outdoor, et cetera, et cetera. You clicked on one of those chapters and it opened up a video, a PDF downloadable workbook and the audio. Oh, that's well, that's exactly what I'm after. It's I gold. That, that, I'm definitely going to be looking at that today because that I'll will help me. I'll flick your link to it, mate. Yes, brilliant, brilliant. So I've, I've put it on my website that the product's under development and it's going to be out there in May. Again, I'm a firm believer of putting fixed deadlines ahead of you yeah. so you've got something to work towards. You're a highly organised man, JK. I remember uh, catching up at a recent key person of influence function and, you know, uh, we, we're both kind of ideas people and I'm throwing stuff at you and you've just got the iPhone out with Evernote open and, you, oh, just let me <laughs> capture that link and let me ca- capture that and let me take a photo of that. And it's like, it's a crazy conversation, you know, uh, yeah, but well, I love there's, it. There's, there's gold nuggets. When you speak to people like yourself, you've got a wealth of knowledge and you've got to get that information. You can't just rely on memory, you know. There's yeah. good, good stuff there. Yeah. So, okay, so you've got the I Do product. Um, 
Other, other marketing. Now, let, let's talk. So you are now in campaign mode and you're launching today, Valentine's Day. I'm looking at your website. You've got a great 60-second video, you to camera, talking about pitch and woo. I reckon that's a just that's a no-brainer because people you're, you're the guy who people are going to be working with. You've got the seven biggest proposal mistakes free ebook download. Love that. Thank that, you. That simple thing to do for you, was it? What are we talking, like a, a, a set, is it seven pages, 100 pages? No, I've got it in front of me now. It's actually 34 pages. It's like a little mini booklet. and Beautifully it's got, designed. Beautifully designed, lots of nice images, free. It's for yep. any guy out there. I think it will give them a, a, you know, a real big win in terms of not going down you know, the, the, and doing the same mistakes other men make. Um, the video was really important. You know, people want to know they're, they're dealing with you, the founder, the person that's coming up with the ideas. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, that, that got put up recently and I'm going to continue to put video out there because people need to feel they're connecting. Yep. You, know, you, you can't get that from just reading. Uh, so the video was a big thing. Also, the, the branding, the look and feel of the website, there's a very specific message I'm trying to convey. This is not a cheesy service, you know, uh, very bespoke, very modern-day man, gentlemanly feel, and I'm trying to get that. Even the color schemes, when I work through the color schemes, I'm trying to get that to resonate through everything I do. Yeah, it's very uh, understated logo. Got a bit of jeweler about it, you know, a bit of… Uh, yeah, the two rings combined the, rings, the union. Yeah, yeah. The union. Yeah. So, uh, I'll give you just... a tip. A couple of things. Here I am. I can't help myself, you know. Marketing advice on the go, mate. Your, your <laughs> holding image on your video is your def- it defaults to the video uh, to the Vimeo frame. Um, I would definitely grab an image from the video and make that full frame because it's occupying such massive screen real estate on your oh. website. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and the other thing is. Big no-no, mate, because we're about to talk about the PA you're generating, which is, you know, you've been on the biggest breakfast show in Australia this morning and one of the biggest uh, current affairs shows has approached you. But your latest blog post is February 10, and you should have a February 14 Valentine's Day podcast uh, blog post if ever, if ever there was one. True, true. Well, what I've done is, and to answer your question, I've only committed to writing a blog post a week. I read in, mm-hmm. in, in um, a, a blog somewhere that if you're going to blog, you've got to be consistent mm-hmm. and I can't do more than one a week just with my time schedule. So, my, you know, February 10 and, and the next one will be, uh, let's just have a look at a calendar, um, 17th, this Sunday will be my next blog post. I reckon you could. I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. I reckon you could because you know so much about this category and I'm going to email you 151 ways or stimulus ideas for writing a blog post, which um, I'm presenting tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well timed. And, well and that, that will live in the Small Business Big Marketing Forum too for listeners who are wondering how they can get their hands on that. Now, JK, yeah. you sent out a press release. Tell us about that process and tell us what it's generated so far. Wow. Well, uh, it's been an amazing experience, a press release. You know, up until now, everything's been theoretical. You know, we talk about sending out a press release, but we're now I'm getting to experience yeah. it, it, it in real life. So I, I got someone to write a press release for me. Uh, it cost me $80. I, I got it done through Elance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not, not an expensive cost. Uh, I had a friend who works for a PR agency, Ellie from 360 Focus, and mm-hmm. she kindly agreed to send it out in her own time to her database. Nice. And uh, it's just like fishing. You put it out there, see what happens. You know, we did it about a week and a half before Valentine's Day, so a week and a half ago, and we got a few little nibbles, you know, 
Cosmo Bride, uh, which is a great one, not a, not a small nibble. No. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd call that a large barracuda. It's a barracuda. Men's yeah. Health, another barracuda. Yeah, barracuda. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I really wanted to get a few radio uh, gigs. So nothing, nothing came out of that. But what I found was as we got closer and closer to the date, the media interest really started picking up, so much so that I got in touch with 3AW, which I had a, a stint on with Ross and John this morning on The Breakfast Show. You got in touch um, or they got in touch? No, a, a friend of mine who, I, who actually helped me come up with the idea pitch and Ronnie Atlas um, sent a message out. He, he knew the producer there and, you know, they, uh, they, they obliged and said we'd love to have him on. So, I so really for overseas t- listeners, um, Ross and John, possibly the biggest breakfast show in Australia of a, of a yeah. weekday? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, they definitely so, so you're on that this morning. How'd that feel, mate? Did you, uh, did you have the, uh, the sweaty armpits? Oh, I had it sweaty everything. I've had, <laughs> you know, this is, you know, what I'm doing with you now is my, my second ever um, interview, which, which is really exciting, but theirs was the first. And yep. I'd done a lot of preparation. Uh, it was at 6.15 in the morning, so I was still half asleep. Yep. And you've really got to think on the spot because these are clever guys. They've both got legal backgrounds. Yep. They're very shrewd. They're very witty. And look, I think I did well. You know, I'm very tough on myself. Um, and only after when I re-listened to the interview did I feel that, yeah, yeah, I, I thought I did quite well under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, it takes practice, and you know, you even coming on onto small business, big marketing. I know how much kind of prep and questions you had for me in the lead up, and you know, I think it's great. But also, my advice, and one of the things I'm saying to my my clients on the Deep Dive Mastermind, which is a mastermind group I run every week, is go out and get interviews on podcasts because it's mm-hmm. great practice. It helps you hone your pitch, it hones your message, it hones the way you communicate what it is you do, and the more you can do it the better so um yeah, well, just my yeah. advice is to be natural i mean it, sometimes it's hard when the interviewer you know is so kind of they're at you they're bang 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 and they've only got yeah. limited time you know with a podcast you know we can talk for as long as it you know for, for as long as it remains interesting and not a second more but that's <laughs> great now you also got um the opportunity to go on to date to two on two today tonight tell us about that yeah, well, I literally nearly fell off my chair. I got an email from the producer of Channel 7 today, tonight, saying, uh, we love what you're doing and we'd love to have you on Thursday on Valentine's Day. So I was completely taken aback. You know, I knew the press release had some success, but this to me was the epitome of press releases, getting media attention on TV. You can't get bigger than that. So I actually had a chat with um, Sam Elam from Media Maneuvers, who yep. sort of she's a mentor of mine. She's coaching me. And I said, Sam, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready for TV. They got in touch with me. They want to get me on. And I listened to her advice and, and I really thought about it. And I agreed that I shouldn't do it yet because I'm probably not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to be um, going to the website, uh, checking me out. And if I don't have products to sell or video testimonials showcasing my work, then it's not really going to be that great. So my response to the lady from today tonight was, thank you. I'm humbled. This is an amazing opportunity, but give me three months and I'll give you an even better story than you could possibly have. So look, she wasn't that happy. She, she offered to do Valentine's Day and then in three months time to follow up, but mm-hmm. I stuck, st- st- you know, stood, ground. My, stood my ground because it's my brand at the end of the day. And the last thing I want is, you know, X amount of people going to the website and then just bouncing because there's nothing for them there to engage. Mate, I, 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 Honourable, uh, round of applause and brave. And 
I get it. You know, I just get it. I mean, today, tonight, too, you don't know what the spin is going to be. Um, and I'm not sure they're going to tell you even in three months' time what the spin is going to be. You hope it's good news. Yeah. But I've also had experience uh, on a previous client's business where we just got way too nervous when we asked, you know, would you avoid this, this, and this? And they couldn't give you a guarantee that they would. So, um, yeah. you know, uh, well well done on that. I think that's, uh, that's good. And... Uh, the, as I said to you at the start, uh, when we started talking about coming on this show, why why do I want you to come on the show? Because you've got small business doing great marketing, and your great marketing is a unique product idea, and there ain't going to be any short shortage of people wanting to talk to you about it. I'm, I'm convinced of that, and I think that doesn't mean sit back and wait for it to come. You've got to get the message out there, and um, to that point, what marketing have you got planned? Because a guy like you, I'm guessing you have got a content or a social media calendar planned down within an inch of its within a, within an inch of its life, JK. Yeah, look, I've I've been thinking a lot about it. Uh, I'll start by talking about um, partnerships. Uh, I think partnerships is a really big part of marketing your business, and I'm looking to the people to the left of me and to the right of me. And what I mean by that is who's dealing with my potential customer before I get to them and who's going to deal with them after. So the people that are going to deal with my customer before me are potentially dating agencies, specifically the high-end dating agencies where, you know, people get together and, you know, they might be, you know, in their 30s or whatever it may be and want to get married. They're a prime, you know, candidate for me to work with. Um, High-end jewelers like Tiffany's, a guy comes in to buy an engagement ring. Wouldn't it be great if they could give him my tips booklet yeah, and then yeah, say, yeah. you know, Jonathan's going to, you know, we've got it as a gift. You know, Tiffany's can offer as a gift a mastermind class for two or three guys at a time where we mm. work together and develop their idea. You know, um, I'm also looking to build a community. You know, I'm, I know that men find it difficult. I think this is just my opinion, but I think men find it difficult to openly express how romantic they are and, you know, they're a little bit... Don't want to keep it a bit under the radar. So mm-hmm. I'm really trying to build that community. Uh, I'm going to look at doing paper click on, on Google to sort of anyone that searches for marriage proposal, proposal ideas, to bring them to me rather than just to a website where they end up copying Man, someone can, else's idea. I can idea. so see live events. Oh, my goodness. Live oh, events. I've just, I've just had this flood of marketing ideas for you, but live events with bringing guys well, together. Well, and, that's, that's oh, where I want to go. You know, oh, the, 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 wow. the next thing is I want to – create a new uh, a new industry called reproposal where anyone that didn't nail it the first time <laughs> can do it again or anyone that wants to renew their vows rather than renewing your vows you can do that if you like but why not repropose yeah, you don't have to yeah. give her a ring again give her some jewelry or something that's token but go through that whole experience again it's so fun it you know it can it, it can sometimes even rekindle uh, a relationship if it's not where it needs to be so there's so many benefits but the big thing for me is i want to take this to live events, TV, uh, you know, the big vision for me is to have a TV show where, you know, five men, you know, audition, we choose five guys, I help them all with their proposals, the audience votes on who's done the best proposal, and then we get their wedding paid for by a sponsor. Yep. So that yep. the audience chooses the winner. That would be amazing, you know, what you just... Well, absolutely not out of the realm. And whether it has to be TV, might be a YouTube channel, might be a, a, a who knows, mate, but there are so many great ideas. Another one that comes to mind is when you do hear of a celebrity hooking up you know, with a new uh, girlfriend, um, the opportunity of maybe tapping them on the shoulder through their agent or something and, and saying, you know, can I do something bespoke for the marriage proposal if and when he chooses to do that would be kind of cool as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um any current clients now? I know you only launched today, but have you got a client in, happening or one sort of that you're working on? 
Yeah, yeah. I've got about uh, half a dozen I'm working on at the moment, uh, all happening at different times. I've got one that's really in the in, in the throes of it at the moment. The, the proposal's happening late April and I'm just so excited. What we've yeah. come up with, it's just I can't wait to see the look on her face yeah. when when the, the magic starts happening. It's not going to be the surprise proposal. He's decided that, you know, whatever we do, the first thing we do, she's going to know today's the day. She's going to be really excited but she's not going to know what or how. We're getting it all videoed and we're going to present her at the end of offered a beautiful video that not only shows the behind the scenes and the planning, but it documents the proposal. And this is a beautiful gift she can share with her friends. And, you know, they can just relive the moment anytime they want. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and then I've got a few other guys which I'll be working with towards the end of the year. Uh, so there is, you know, there are a few clients and I'm just looking to, to continue growing the business and getting my, my name out there. Jonathan Crowicki, you are onto something, my friend, with Pitch and Woo, and it's a great idea. You're doing something good out there in the world. The passion is palpable. It is absolutely <laughs> palpable. Uh, it's so right. I love it when I talk to someone who's just who's just chasing their dream. You know, you and it's exactly what you're doing. It's going to work. So well done, mate. Thanks for being Thank on you. Small Business Big Marketing. Tim, thanks for having me on. What about that, guys? I hope you enjoyed that. I just love the passion in Jonathan's voice. You can clearly, clearly hear that that business pitch and woo is going to be a success. He's doing what he loves. He's doing what he's good at, and there should be more of it, I reckon. Um, Plenty of great interviews coming up in the weeks to come. As per usual, there'll be some more marketing love dripping off the Small Business Big Marketing headquarters ceiling. Go and visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. You'll find a wonderful archive of about 120 past interviews with exceptional business owners and marketers. And uh, if you're interested in joining the Small Business Big Marketing Mastermind, otherwise known as the Deep Dive Mastermind, send me an email to tim at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com couple of spaces free on the current group, which you may well benefit from joining. And I have a bit of a discovery call session with you if that is of interest to you. Enough. See you on episode 123, where we have a very, very special guest lined up. Have a great week, guys, and happy Valentine's Day. See ya. You've been listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid. Want more marketing goodness? Then visit smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.